not an accurate representation of what's happening. It's the offspring. We could also, like, honestly, if we want to be industrious and shit, like, we could just, like, take your track and mute all the parts where you're not talking, cut them out. Damn. And so it's all good. I could edit it before I send it. That's true. You, well, if you, you if you want to be a real gentleman, what, I mean, come I, on. We'll see what happens. That? Okay, yeah, this is on track. <laughs> I got nothing to do. You fucking Mark Maron does that shit. Does he? he he's his own so. editor guy. He probably has a guy. Yeah. Probably got a guy. Oh, that, he does. He's, he's a guy. He's, he's out definitely on the got show. a guy. He's, they, got, no, he's, they do he's, like video and shit. Not who are your guys? No, I don't know. Do they? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, Ty. Who? Let's. I guess should we start with that Ty? Who? Well. Who are your who are your guys? Oh no! Hey, are we doing this? Can we just are we are we rolling? We may as well I just go. I thought we already started. It. That's what you Mark Maron does. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, he that's, just uh, starts the pot. People, that's what they say. Oh, am I, are we are we we started? Oh, okay. Right. They're well, already well, they're already in the midst of things. It's happening, huh? Well, that's uh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so welcome to. Is it is it worse than three eleven? I'm R. Crow. I'm joined today with uh, John Stokes and Ty Maxson. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, what's up, man? We've already started this, so I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. If, where are we at? <laughs> what's, what's happening? What are we doing? Well, we're just... Uh, <laughs> well, I, well uh, we're here to talk about the offspring. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty excited about this one until I did my homework. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this, was, this was Ty's idea. Well, so Ty uh, Max and yeah, here. my friend sent me a like text like maybe four days ago, and it was a picture of Smash, and uh, he said just press play, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that album. I loved that in like fifth grade or whatever, and that's that's really why we're here today, right now, talking about this. That's why I got the idea from like you know that same time period, like in my mind, Offspring. 311 I sort of remember those videos kind of at the same time I guess Offspring's a little bit before oh, yeah. that, but um, I thought it'd be a good subject matter because like you know they had that sort of like longevity that they're still playing now which is crazy but they're there's a lot to talk about I suppose there's a lot to and talk about and it really sucks and it sucks <laughs> man hey, so it, it did uh, it, either of you guys listen to anything after smash really at all when you're kids i'm sure all of us did right I not mean, on purpose not voluntarily like, right like i in bits and pieces and forced by the radio but you didn't go out and seek that you didn't try to keep listening to this band in any no. way shape or form no, no i yeah. i was over the offspring um when smash was a new album because i did buy it because i liked uh I like that whole thing, and uh, I like this. I think I like self-esteem, but I didn't really get it. But I bought it, and I didn't really like any of the other songs. And then um, this kid kind of bullied me into trading him Smash for the first Adam Sandler CD in the bathroom in fourth grade. It's a good trade. And I didn't, but I'd never heard of Adam Sandler, so I didn't really want to do it. And he kind of like pressured me into doing it, and oh, I was like, sorry. "Well, the offspring do kind of suck," and. It was a great trade, the Adam Sandler. It was one of the <laughs> most influential CDs of my whole life. You know, the first Adam Sandler album. Yeah, both I'd, of those uh, first two ones. I'd are... rather listen to the uh, tug on the cock and balls bit 
any day over over awesome anything by the offspring really oh, he's got some cock and some balls. and i did that was the choice i made yeah. you got out I got out right <laughs> off the bat, man. I didn't like the guy's hair. That, I think, was honestly like the real... Braids. It, it was just weird to me that he had these braids. They it all was, did, uh, didn't they? Did they? I no, thought I that was, was their thing for a minute. Had... Wait, didn't the guitar player have some kind of shitty little oh, braids, maybe? It was a no, thing. Probably That's did. what the noodles it, are. It was like the Ramones hair. It's just so hair. hard to tell because they look so <laughs> similar in the videos. You know, There's just a sepia tone and like... Wet, That's true. White guys <laughs> in my their heads down. in my recollection, they all had the braids, like it was like a Ramones haircut thing for a minute. Can we Man. look this up? Probably Crowder. Yeah. Uh, Crowder, yeah. can you bring that up? I can. I, I can. I can try at least. So, so because uh, oh, then they all got Dude, haircuts what's, what's at your, the same time. What, what's 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 your first uh, encounters with the offspring here that you remember? I, I was at my friend Adam's house, and he had the album. I think he stole it from his older brother, so it was already like I felt dangerous or something. <laughs> I was a sheltered kid, apparently, but I don't know. It seems subversive, something about it. It was kind of funny, too. There's like at the beginning of Smash Mouth. Uh, Smash Mouth. Smash. There's like that. We'll get to that. Well uh, that's a sneak peek. There's the guy talking about... Uh, it's just like the guy talking, you know, he's like music soothes even the savage beast. So there's like it was kind of funny. And that sort of runs through like the rest of their repertoire, like dumb, uh, sh- sticky voices or something, little, you know, little, in the middle of songs or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the well, video and then also there's a, the voice and um, come out and play. Come out and play, and then, and then I even feel like later that being on, the, popular, like all their songs had a voice. After they do. That. That's you know, that's something to talk about too. Like that sticky novelty <laughs> part is like, even in that white, get a job or one of those. It's like uno dos tres cuatro cinco cinco seis. Yeah. Why is that, that in starts. there? There's no reason for that to be in there. But why the fuck is and then bring in some cowbell too? Yeah. Because <laughs> if we're gonna appropriate something, oh, just it's also strange. Bring but the whole country over, <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. But just I uh, think. I think just initially, though, there's like it kind of made me uncomfortable, like something was wrong with it, especially self-esteem. Chris, like you said, you didn't get it. Like I knew that he was mad at Why, this she girl and she, he's, she sleeps oh, with my friends. But that's OK, because I like really the abuse and stuff. Me. I don't know. It made me feel weird. And then the eggs. And the, yeah, the, I mean, also, we're like, I think, 10, young, 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 so yeah. nine or 10. So, you know, I mean, we were like kind of dumb about stuff. It was like I didn't realize it was just really incredibly stupid, right. actually, and not so dumb. Not really intimidating. <laughs> and again, as the but career goes on, it's like a thing that he's. It's a thing with him. This cuckold, don't like women, get cheated on it, thing, and it's weird. It's a fucking cock. It, it's fucking it's, okay. <laughs> he's mad about it. <laughs> he's mad guy. about it too. It's not just that he's he's a he's a cuck. It's that he's you know not comfortable with that. Yeah. Uh, not comfortable with himself, uh, I guess, or something. Dexter, Dexter Holland. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, that's it's a lot to unpack. It's they start they start off in it, and it's you can see it still, like, even though like the the original stuff may have more like background in punk rock. I suppose it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can see that it's like a. Uh, sorry, I just re- reacted to finger finger yeah. quotes, and the, nobody can see that. Because <laughs> when I hear them talk about it, I'm like, I, 
I guess. I'm looking at a picture here. Well, we'll get, I'll get into that in just a second once we get into the like the beginning of things. But I'm looking at a picture, and it it seems like the the braids uh, was a very very short lived thing. Okay. Uh, like like pretty much just smash maybe. They all do have braids though. No, it's, no, it's just the it's just it's just Dexter, and uh, it look oh no, it looks like the other dude might have long hair. I but just, they're not in the little shitty braids. No, I, I think we might have just been confused because um, Dexter holds a guitar, like he plays it sometimes. Oh no! Oh no! Here's a picture, and there's multiple people with braids. I told you, man. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that is a thing. There's here's a picture of one of them has braids, and uh, Dexter doesn't have braids. It all so, went downhill after they cut them braids. Uh, there's just like Metallica. Do you have any intel on that? Uh, what happens when you cut your hair if you're in a hard no, rock just band have, in the 90s? Have, have they ever talked about in an interview or anything, you know, why they all have braided hair? Uh, Can you expound more about your hair? <laughs> Did their you, most did, prominent like period of uh, notoriety. Maybe they, it, were they more famous later? It, it became a. It did become a, a, a centerpiece. Actually, the braids they 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 came up when it comes to Axl Rose. Oh, interesting. Mm. Axl did that too. Axl did that too, and then uh, uh, Dexter said some shit. And one of the things he said, I was going to get into it later. It's a little later in the timeline, but uh, it's Dexter funny. Shit. Uh, they well they they wanted to uh, name one of their the. They said they were going to name one of their albums Chinese Democracy, You Snooze, You Lose. And uh, and then said something along the lines of... The Offspring was? Yeah, The Offspring was. And then Dexter, <laughs> Dexter said that Axel stole his braid, so they were going to steal his album title. Interesting. That's kind of uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's kind of funny. Axel's cooler it's... than them, for sure. <laughs> Definitely, 100%. <laughs> That's the one thing, like, I did, I never heard any of them talk. They're just a couple of dorks, you know, which is fine. But, a like, dork. just a couple I, of dorks. Just nerdy dudes that don't like women and have weird politics, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even sure that they know uh, they don't like women. But that's, that's true. beside the point. Yeah, that's kind of part. I was oh, that's part of, of that the point, I guess. A yeah, a little while ago, like... Um, do they know they hold these views and, or that, that they're expressing, or do they just think that these are kind of like dumb words that rhyme? And, and that, that's, that's what, know, uh, it's kind of a funny scenario. That's definitely it. probably part I, of I that. Think, I think this is their job. I think that they look at this band and always have looked at this band as like possible extra money. Yeah, that's uh, that's it's, uh, and that uh, there's plenty of things that I could point to to say that I I think I'm right. Uh, but uh, what's wrong with that? I guess I can't fault somebody for oh, god damn the lyrics are fucking dumb though huh I, hey <laughs> i mean spring on offspring there's a lot of people that i mean you know um we can kiss their ass there's there's lots of millions of people that like them and uh, probably uh go to their concerts and whatnot and think there was probably some diehard offspring heads out there there's man. gotta be if they're still they're rock on this guys stuff. rock on guys that's cool. The, uh, Nothing wrong with that. So I wish Shawnee was was here because it, it does come out a lot. What? With, What's Sean's problem, man? I, who, who cares? I uh, mean, you got to earn a living, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I mean, 
What's he doing right now? Really? He's typing some shit up in the lab somewhere. I don't. He's think writing so. papers. He's got a lot in common shit. with this. You know, no, I think uh, he's watching some TV or some shit right fucking now. Fucking sterilizing some tools. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's reading a comic book or he's reading a, you know some book about that son shit of a going fucking bitch. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, whatever. But uh, but Fuck him. I I know I know the thing that he would want to weigh in on is the fact peace, that people. Peace, bro. It's cool. People defend uh, Dexter Holland because Dexter Holland is, uh, as of what do my notes say here, 2017, uh, he got his PhD in uh, microbiology or some shit like that, molecular biology. Uh, the guy is scientifically smart, and uh, you would think that somebody that that has a mind like that would be able to analyze their own works enough to. Give us something other than give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Wait. Maybe we need to do an addendum with Sean to just get to a perspective. Because yeah, I think he has some thoughts about um, you know, that kind of uh, mind uh, and its approach to art. Is, well, it's, it's, I don't know. He has some thoughts about that. It's possibly uh, he thinks he's being uh, why you know why he's a why he's a d- total fucking dork. <laughs> why is Swagbag Shog a total fucking like, dork? You know, well, I didn't mean Sean. <laughs> oh, I meant, I'm, I'm sorry. I was starting a new podcast. <laughs> That's my new podcast. You can oh, be Sean's like hyper intellect. You can be like hyper proficient in one area and just be so dumb. In, I guess. In yeah. Places. You know. uh, but I, He's the opposite of uh, Gibby Haynes. But, I, 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 but to me, that, that that's even more of like proof. He's that, also that it's him just being like, I'm, I'm going into the office. You know, I'm going to go into the studio. We're going to put in forty fucking hours. We've got so many uh, minutes of music to fill up here, and uh, dog rhymes with log. That's the fucking rhyme. Let's that's do it. Let's go. Part of it. I mean, it's probably like, does he like have a career as a scientist, or is it just something? Oh yeah. He, like no, no, like, no. The guy uh, like still professionally. Uh, he, the guy. What was it? Uh, he helped develop an approach RNA, yeah, to for... identify micro. RNA like sequences in the HIV virus so that it could better be tracked and you know what whatever so they could study it better basically. Oh, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, you can now get AIDS with... by listening to Offspring. <laughs> so I mean you can't cure I, I AIDS think by like listening this to guy's either. got this whole thing going. He's a pilot, I read. Mm-hmm. Uh he probably just has fun doing this shit and for some fucking reason Tons of people like it, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, just like let's make albums, and you know, you get you get paid, and yeah. it's probably pretty fun. And then he can do science also, and fly his little planes. And he's it's, a Renaissance man. Absolutely. Is he Dutch? Is he really Dutch? I don't know. I don't. I don't fucking well, know. Is he <laughs> Holland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want me to look up if Brian Dexter Holland is Dutch? Is it Brian? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it sure is. But he chose he chose Dexter because he was uh, such a fan of that, that show, the, the cartoon, about the serial killer. Oh no, I, uh, the Dexter's Laboratory is what I was thinking. His, his, his lyrics well, are interesting though because they're not just that's possible. They're not just dumb rhymes and stuff. There's this. He does this little story in each song, and a lot of it's like 
<laughs> girl dumb, girl dumb. I'm not. I keep going back to that, but I, you know, but he always ends well, it with like guy dumb too or something. But like each, right, so, it's not just dog log. It's like it tells this stupid little story to prove like some point about like uh, having kids out of wedlock is bad or something, or like you should go to jail longer if you're a petty thief or something. There are, are songs where he's like making those weird points, you know. Or 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 uh, you're a fucking loser because you, you smoke weed. Yeah, and, and, and there's multiple songs, multiple examples of the offspring. Yeah, I've got lyrics, man. He's <laughs> an achiever, man. I ask if it's a pattern. It's that, a pattern. It's an achiever. And I'm not that, saying it's that, bad oh, or good. Sure. It's just interesting. When I was in fifth grade, I'm not like thinking about what the thing is that I'm singing along to, but it is odd looking back. It is. I feel weird well, so, about okay. some of the songs. That that that's another thing. That's a when going into this, uh, when he originally said the offspring, uh, my thought was I, I know we haven't gotten to the point where we made a decision. I, I think it's obvious that we don't really like the offspring. That uh, mm-hmm. it it wasn't going to be worse than I thought it was going to be better than three eleven because I liked Smash so fucking Dude, much. Dude, me too. And immediately going into this, I said, like, "Oh fuck, no! This is." all wrong like every step of the fucking way this all has something that just makes me go god did this influence me right because like, i listening to this and be like oh this is fucking fucking rock on you you stupid dumb shit goddamn motherfucker right. i'm gonna how shoot I, you while how I'm did driving. i miss this yeah <laughs> 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 you know, like and that that was as a as a kid that that song that was that was my first encounter with the offspring was the uh, road rage song off of smash uh i mean yeah. I, I think i'd heard a couple songs previous but uh this guy that uh one of the guys i first started playing with he was this drummer a little bit older than me had the uh, the album and yeah, he kept playing that song, and we were in like a trailer park, you know, and he's blaring this song out the window and yelling at people in the trailer park and at the time i'm just like man this is edgy punk rock right this and it's on epitaph you know mm-hmm. and that's what everybody like he's telling me is that oh man this is like a fucking punk rock album i'm like 13 i don't know 14 yeah. nothing but yeah. hits that album <laughs> and and now i when like when i think about punk rock and then i think about the offspring it's such a contrast of like 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 they were just selling that to me. Like they didn't even know what they were selling to me. They were selling this crappy rehash version. Right. That, that also wasn't because it was on epitaph at the time. And uh, it was a weird transitionary period for that label too. So that's like a, a, a thing. It's a thing. It's a cultural thing that the offspring is a cultural thing. Yeah, that's definitely. I never really sucks. registered the punk thing. Like, as a kid, I mean, I did with Green Day, just obviously what they sounded like. But I mean, I get, I, I guess I, you know, I'm totally approaching this as like a, a little kid that liked the offspring, but I had no idea like how, how deep this weirdness went, you know, and like watching all their videos and stuff. One thing that's uh, one thing that needs to be said, like this band would be nothing without Dexter Holland's voice. It's, it would just be another band. It's the hallmark. It's the hallmark. It's, it's that sound. 100%. They're not. They're like fine. They're just a regular rock band or whatever. But um, there are multiple songs. Like the most obvious example would be the Obla D song, which is just a rip off <laughs> of the Beatles song. But that's just the be like. That's not even like where that ends. Like there are multiple songs that sound like other melodies, 
and even with the oh, yeah. self-esteem that sort of kind of a slick Arabian down um, that's an agent orange song called like blood stains or something it's like the same song oh shit and it's a cool song it's like but it's from 1979 and the guy tried to sue them and shit um but they've ripped off nirvana like the Hmm? the middle easternish riff yeah like like the cool part of the offspring song (laughs) which which, which, god damn it which song is that it's agent uh, orange blood stains or something like that that's crowder can you play a clip um, bloodstains. Oh, come I, out and play. It, it I'm sorry. That they, that they ripped. I love that fucking song, dude. Play it's it. bloodstains. Uh, yeah, listen to it. and You'll be like, oh, of course. Yeah. Jamie, can you bring that up? So just bring uh, up the solo part, and it's it's come out and play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be there. It'll be there in post. Hope we'll stick it in. <laughs> okay. Check this fucking, out. Uh, C- or come back that, in. <laughs> okay, we're check back. Check this shit. <laughs> And that's all 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 of their early stuff though is, is kind of like that where they off of that that's that similar uh style of band and like like era of punk rock because it, it, to me I, did did you guys listen to any of the the early early the like 1986 single uh I'll be waiting I, it was in the the playlist that I put together yeah. and and uh it, to me that was the best stuff I listened to the yeah. entire time and it, you could tell you know, that these were just some kids that wanted to be like TSOL mm. or, or 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 Agent Orange, you know right. that that early uh, hardcore punk rock sort of California sound. Right, it was all right and, there uh, for sure. Uh, <sighs> the fact that they wanted to be that they almost, and they kind of were. I mean, if you think '86 is when you put out your first single. Yeah, it has that sound that and those are your peers. You're playing in the area. They're from, Cal, you know, and they're in the California area. Pennywise. That sounds coming up. Yeah. yeah Pennywise, Bad Religion. And, and Epitaph uh, Records in general being what it is or what it was back then, just as basically the place where you would get your Southern California post hardcore punk shit or what the fuck ever that skate punk shit. It makes sense that they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timing works out perfect where these guys that just wanted to be the damned, they yeah, just yeah. wanted to be TSOL. They just wanted to do that while they're all doing other things too. They, that, uh, you know, they end up turning into what they were, oh. which is not great. <laughs> <laughs> that skate thing though, that, that connection with all those so-called bands is huge. Cause I think they were, they started to get picked up for like skate videos you know, like just soundtracks to those. Pre-Smash Offspring? What's that? Like Ignition. Like pre-Smash Offspring? Yeah, I think that like their early sort of crowd was skate videos. They would kind of be dubbed into like those VHS videos and stuff. And that's sort of how they got on Epitaph's radar. Well, they they had um, their first demo. They sent it to Maximum Rock and Roll. And that was a big thing back then hmm. and like if you're if you're in maximum rock and roll there's a good if somebody does a review of you there's a good chance people are going to order your records i sure. mean that's how you found shit you know if you that's how i found some like a bunch of fucking punk rock bands back in the day was getting a copy of maximum rock and roll and i didn't know shit so you know uh they were in the right place they <coughs> they positioned themselves to yeah go go into that but the skate skate scene the other thing about that is that uh 
I want to go into it. I'm trying to find my notes here. With Ignition was when they signed to Epitaph. And Epitaph is starting to get big. And I think at, at that point, Bad Religion may or may not have been just starting their major label record contracts. So Epitaph has money coming in. Either way is what I'm saying. And uh, they start touring U.S. and Europe heavy. With no effects. So with, no, yeah, no yeah. effects going in. And that's a, that. those guys were huge with the skate punk scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of carried them. And um, they're still trying to be a punk band. They're still a band. They're still guys playing their instruments leading up to Smash. Ignition does well, but I don't know if you listen to the development, the band is like, (laughs) it's just like, this is, it's so hard to even say the development of a band like this, but it, it seems like it's a, it, it wants to be a punk rock band, like a standard punk rock band. And just the fact that it's so well tailored to that skate punk sound for that time and then almost immediately after they get famous, they drop it to some degree. Oh, yeah. It makes me think that this was just a career choice the entire time. And, um, like they're that I feel calculated. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been lied to by Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smash was a hell of an album, though, huh? Yeah. And they would, so they followed that up with, Maybe even even bigger album, Americana. No, 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 no. That Is was followed. That's by what I was Ixnay wondering. Ixnay on the Ombre was the next one. I bought Ixnay on the Ombre. Okay. Uh, oh, I like the few tracks off it. Yeah, no, that I I uh, I remember I would well, get up get up to go to cool, like school at like I don't know tenth grade something like that probably. Right. Put that on in the morning. I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, rock out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hicksney, it's the new, it's the new offspring album. It's got Jello <laughs> offer at the beginning. I didn't even like Dead Kennedys back oh, then. I'm pretty did, sure. Did. Yeah, they're they're friends. Him and Dex are friends. Right. Um, Which, I forgot about that. A whole a whole other thing that makes me uh, friends. Well, they right. work together. They have and, uh, with the Kennedys. They they um. The they had like an AIDS um benefit thing oh they too. both had uh jello and dexter put it together like in the late 90s which Dang. just yeah uh guy does dexter holland does good work apparently for he must be hey dex good for you buddy i'm trying to yep. find uh i'm away from the camera here because i'm looking for i want i had some good factoids <laughs> i found and i want to look them up on my computer well, here well, while you're so, doing uh, that, I found about Smash that I think explained. Yeah, well, yes. maybe shed some light. Uh, give me a second here. But that's, that song uh, "Gone Away," that's just Chris Isaac's "Wicked Games." Self-esteem <laughs> is more or less teen spirit. Well, yeah. When you first said that in the chat before we before we were recording. Uh, Man, I, I I didn't believe you, and then I went back. And Dude, it to is. It's like, the same. Abso- it totally is. It absolutely is. And then "Gotta uh, Get Away" is about a girl, like da da da. Well, I you know. So it's about a girl. So further, <laughs> I I, I kind of want to go back and talk about that too because yeah. they uh, the, with the timing of of uh, Smash is a 1994 album, and um, 
you know, grunge, grunge is a thing at that point. Grunge has established itself or is very well on to its way. Uh, Nirvana is a thing. Yep. And the first three, oh man, that wine's coming back up. Uh, <clears throat> the, the first three Smash Mouth, uh, or Smash Mouth, man. Man, Damn, I just keep we want to talk about Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. It's, it's <laughs> we'll get to the. You know what it is? It's because I keep ever since I I already wrote up the the guide for the Smash Mouth episode, and uh, I really can't help but think doing these two back to back that Smash Mouth is offspring light. It is absolutely just like the Disney World version. There's some of crossovers. The yeah, yeah. Uh, is the offspring? The the grunge thing though is that right? The first three albums for the offspring are made by uh, uh, Tom Wilson, who's the one that produced it. He did the Adolescence, he did TSOL, uh, he did uh, Dead Kennedys, Plastic Surgery, Disasters. Uh, the guy has some punk rock credits to his name, uh, and they bring him through Smash. But after Smash, he leaves, and we end up with uh, Dave Jordan. I might be pronouncing that wrong. I really don't care. Come at me, Dave. Fucking, uh, who also, uh, in my notes, I have maybe Julian from Trailer Park Boys. Uh, Is that a joke? Julian, what's up, brother? <laughs> but he's he's known for doing things like Jane's Addiction. And, for real? Uh, Damn. And Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and Alice in Chains. And uh, I, I, I just, I think it's interesting. I think it's... Um, I mean, it makes sense that a popular band that does like hard rock would go to a production style like that in those times. For sure. Uh, God damn, man. I don't know. (laughs) You think they're pretty susceptible for like what their producer brings into it too? Like, well, that's, that's my big thing with a lot of this podcast is that, um, at a certain point in a lot of these more mainstream bands careers you you see production value and producers that come in and, and you wonder what they do because sometimes a producer comes in and they're literally the guy that stands in the corner and goes no that's fucking garbage yeah. uh, i'm gonna go get coffee and when i come back i want something better right you know, and sometimes it's it's somebody that looks through the musician's material and goes well this is all great let's work to make this work well you know it's so like a steve alvini uh, versus like a Bob Rock or whatever, whatever his name is. Yeah, exactly. Bob, well, Bob Rock's gonna come up, man. He's a big. He's I watched a an interview with. I watched an interview with Noodles today, and they talked about working with him, and he more or less like he's like, yeah, it was good. He's kind of mean. <laughs> he's like, you know, he just kind of tells Rock's you you're an bad alpha, until man. you play it right or something. But I thought of that Metallica well, did. It's pretty funny. Hey, man, I got. I want to talk about yeah, the like most famous song while we're before we get ahead of Smash. Um, yeah. The most famous, I don't know, maybe they have a more famous song, but to me, Keep Them Separated, which is called Come Out and Play. So I was, I looked, I found some interesting facts about this, um, that uh, Dexter Holland told Rolling Stone that that song was inspired by the L.A. riots. And he said, back then I was a grad student and I was commuting to school. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. So back then I was a grad student. I was commuting school every day in a shitty car driving through East L.A. gangland central. I was there the day of the L.A. riots. 
so I was very aware of that part of the world, and a lot of that gun stuff came out in songs like Come Out and Play. But there was also some humor to it, like with Bad Habit. There was a lot of freeway violence and road rage at that time, and my car was so shitty that people used to literally throw things at me on the freeway because I wasn't going fast enough. So I decided to write a song about it. And then the fr- this is, okay, so that's one side of Dexter, right? And then the other one is the completely fucking dorky side. And he says, the phrase, gotta keep them separated, okay, came here, here from when, when he was in medical school. And uh, he had some fucking samples that were interacting with each other because the vials were too close. And Dexter thought to himself, I got to keep them separated and decided to use it in a new song. See, that's that's the only part I've heard. Yeah, I didn't hear that other stuff. I guess that kind of makes sense, though. Well, it gets even better. So the guy who does the little God keeps separated voice, uh, <laughs> the band enlisted their friend Jason Blackball McLean to deliver the famous phrase "Gotta keep them separated," and then quote uh, uh, Noodles. This is Noodles talking. He says he had a kind of distinctive voice. He grew up in a Mexican neighborhood. All his friends were Mexican. <laughs> Uh, none of them were available. Uh, he had the slang down, the accent. He was a Scottish oh cholo from wit, from somewhere. You can't uh, say that. So we asked him to come in <laughs> and do the that? line. And he wound up doing it in the video, no. too. So that's actually the guy you see in the video that is his voice. You could be in voice. the video, too, man. Um, yeah, it's really him. Uh, so and then the one last <laughs> thing on this website is uh, the band uh, you know, was accused of selling out. Like we talked, you know, they kind of went in this different path. And Dexter, uh, quote, fumed at the accusation, telling the Los Angeles Times in 2008, who decides what is and what isn't punk rock? Hmm. I want to write songs that people hear and feel, and I want to be successful and reach a big audience. I'm not trying to be (laughs) the coolest guy in the world. I'm trying to write songs that mean something to people. Mean something to people, guys. That's the to people. Okay. Until As you get successful, sometimes you lose one set of fans, Crowder, and gain yeah. another set of fans. Uh huh. Uh huh. And getting interesting. Uh, if you, if you, I mean, if, if you, if you want to go there, uh, I'll say that their music definitely took a much more adventurous turn after after the success of Smash. Uh, so. We can applaud that if we want. We can do all kinds of things. I'm not going to. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was done well. I don't think. I don't think it was done from a a good place. Uh, I think they literally just wanted to sell records, and it, yeah. it ended up with them ripping off Obladi Oblada. And that's the time but, of TRL, and that's when TRL was like big. Oh hell yeah! Remember, yeah, like you wanted that. to have. Well, he had the blonde hair, which is very of. The, I think of that time. Yeah. There's a lot of, of very bright blonde so highlighter. That era hair. fits right in with that stuff. Yeah, that, that was a really fucking shitty time, man. I remember really thinking like this. All everything sucks, and uh, these aren't my. Yeah. Uh, these yeah. guys. Okay. These uh, aren't my I guys. I wish I would have had that much awareness. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I did oh, not. Hey, I mean, I, I wasn't listening to "Pretty Fly for a White Guy." Don't That's the only thing that matters, man. But the weird yeah. thing the is, is like, I feel like, even though they weren't, you know, they were sort of denouncing punk or re, you know, defining it, I guess, uh, because of 
the fans that they lost. Like, I feel I feel like they were tailoring their sound for TRL or whatever, but at the same time, oh, yeah. like trying to like keep that like mainstream weird punk thing, like Green Day or whatever. Like, if you watch that ni- uh, '99 Woodstock, like for the encore, they bring out all these blow up dolls with Backstreet Boy faces on them. And they oh, okay. they announce that it's the Backstreet Boys, and everybody starts throwing stuff. And then Dexter comes out with a baseball bat and beats them all to death. Wow! Like he's like, because it's edgy or whatever. But that's also kind of what but they no, but wanted it's also to be made too. For TRL, right? Because that's the band at number yeah. three, and they're the band at number two that week. So it's or like, whatever. what's the real? They're like the yeah. same. They're the same kind of band. It's a meaningless gesture. <laughs> that's what's funny is they're all they're just a different. Backstreet Boys. And also, I mean, I kinda, that kind of like made me like the Backstreet Boys more. <laughs> Just why, why are you beating them with a baseball bat? You're on the same fucking show the as Backstreet them. Boys were like basically like hostages. I mean, I f- yeah. Well, uh, kind of you know, scared yeah. me a little they, bit. These guys were like like kids being abused. Weren't making music for like big macho dudes getting into fights and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, Tough. That yeah, tough. And Real that, Americans. Uh, Dexter Holland really wants to be tough. It seems yeah. or something like cause it, or something. Every, <laughs> I'll mo- be whatever you guys want me to be. It's just him attacking somebody. It's it's him. Did talking they ever to, work with, with with who? Did they ever work with Fred Durst? Man, they shoulda. I feel <laughs> like I'm, I'd love to hear like a break and like Fred Durst comes in and does a little rap in the middle of an Offspring song. I am not lying to you when I'm saying that I would love to hear that. hundred yeah, percent. Uh, they had some guests. I got in their a feeling that uh, maybe um, maybe Noodles listens to this podcast. So maybe <laughs> hey, Noodles is like I, I uh, agree with you. Yeah, man. if you could, if you guys have uh, Dexter or Noodles, because I know you guys, uh, Fred Fred's probably listening too. You know, he may as well be. So, any of <laughs> you guys hearing this, we would really really love to hear an Offspring Limp Bizkit come together. You guys need to, you need to work. You just you got to give that. us something. Just see, I feel like what that I've got has what I've got is a uh, Offspring self esteem. Rabid slap mix featuring Fred Durst. That's oh, what I shit. found. Called it. I, 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 That's I, pretty sick. I don't know. How what about it is. them doing three eleven covers? That was kind of random, huh? I, I mean, I didn't know about I mean, that. that oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, don't spoil the surprise for everybody. That's the oh, end. No. That's the end of the journey here. <laughs> All right. Well, so where where do we go after uh, after Smash? Because that's where I kind of really just they became this generic kind of blur in my mind of. A there are some things to be said game. about this Americana Ixnay chapter, though, for sure. So. Uh, weird well that was pretty big huge. that was almost as big as smash the americana album, I, I, right? I i feel like we need to really emphasize something real quick smash is the most sold independent record ever right that's a big deal oh, sure. that was a huge uh, deal yeah it's it's six it's six oh, times cool. six times platinum in, in the united states and uh so we can kiss their we ass. Can kiss we, their well, ass. we can not only kiss their ass, we can like pretty much thank them t- for pushing independent record labels even further into the mainstream and mm-hmm. into the accessibility of the conscious of the American people, I suppose. Uh, 
that's not really the case. They just made a fucking album. Let's not jerk these guys off. But somebody could make the argument. Going into that, uh, Americana is their second most sold one. Ixnay did not sell shit. Uh, although Ixnay on the Ombre did have Cool to Hate on it, which just further with Dex hating on everybody and everything for no reason except that he's really cool and maybe somebody fucked his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody fucked that really bothered his girlfriend. Him, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> When's my turn? Fuck it's it. like Whoa. it's like how they gave Ringo Whoa, a song on every fired. album. Pew pew. <laughs> they gave Ringo a song on every album. There's like, where's your hate women hate? Where's the cuckold song, man? You guys, this album is not. Is that why they haven't put out an album in so long? Because they can't write the cuckold song. Yeah, <laughs> God, I just gotta get the. I'm song really struggling right. for this. The cuckold song. You guys, next time we're playing, I, we uh, got to do a cuckold song, all right? <laughs> I, I, I'm not putting out another album without a cuckold song on it. It's funny, though. I I don't know why I thought of this way before we were going to do this podcast. I just thought it was funny. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this is the lyric to that one song. And it's like, my friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck. I, that was like on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> And then the, the last yeah, line like of that verse is, and he said he's got a loser in the worst kind of way. I'm like, you're going to kill her, man? Whoa, fuck. <laughs> oh, kill this bitch. That's just like, but oh, Obla that's Obla fucking Obla facts, man. He's edgy. He hates that bitch. And he he's hates coming, that he's bitch. coming out and saying it, man. Like, dude, that's fucking ducks for you, dude. And there's he Carson Daly just like. Says it like it yeah. is. Yeah. Dude, Dax is a dude's rock. How, how guy, fucking, man. like, man, did Carson Daly ever go, like, off camera, just like, you guys, can we stop bringing in bands that keep, like, saying bitch and fucking murdering women and shit in every fucking song? No, like, man. M- this M- was like M- when Eminem was big. <sighs> Dude, this is when Eminem, like, Defended like saying fag and stuff <laughs> like it? on MTV. That was it wasn't like yeah I say some shit. He was just like no look and this is why it's cool. <laughs> and people were like well fuck he's an artist. It just means stupid. What? Still. When's the last time you listened to Eminem? <laughs> oh, you, uh, his Trump freestyle in that garage. I listened to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Somebody tried to play some of the the Slim Shady. Dave probably played it for me. Shit, like, oh god, the old stuff. I can't. I can't. That's it's it's bad. It it hurts. It's offensive. Just women screaming in the background. Yeah, apparently. I don't want to. Anyhow, okay, so get back on track uh, here. Americana. So Ixnay and the Ombre is like the album where you're like, oh, okay, this band was a one-hit wonder, and the, they're going to fade into oblivion. And then they probably like get with the label, and they're like, boys, uh, yeah. So like, what made you successful? Novelty shit. Novelty. Here, here's, little fucking guy with the flute in the video and shtick, shit. Yeah. Um, let's do more of that. Let's make is fun of a guy that that's pretending to be a black guy. Ixnay has some weird stuff. Ixnay has like a, a little... Tra- uh, what what is that intermission that happens and and there's some weird shit, uh, Mota boys on there. So there's more of the with, with with who I'm guessing. I'm so glad you found that thing about the Scottish guy that does because I, <laughs> I saw the I saw some live footage and every time 
it's this weird like big-eared gremlin looking motherfucking like leprechaun guy which i that's awful to say but that's you know soulless looking ginger uh well this is a person i thought it was like a little puppet but like they bring him out live and he's all he does is play cowbell and oh i know what you're talking about and go and go like yeah he's the voice guy he's he's but he's the like the like racist Mexican voice oh, yeah. guy. This guy does. You can see him every the, show with them in the Woodstock '99 yeah. vid. He plays they a take cowbell. A voice guy on tour. Yeah. He plays a cowboy <laughs> and he does the voices. At least for that period, Fuck. like the that, "Give it to me, baby." Really, the, he yeah. does that. And the yeah, "Uno no, dos tres." He's like the the sticky sample guy. They have enough of that that they can have a guy. Yeah. Every album. At least for the big every shows. Album. It gets worse. Ixnay on, on the Ombre <laughs> is, is the one where they have like the Sugar Skull, right. the, the Day of the Dead type drawings And that became their there. emblem. Or their, yeah, brand. Yeah. Logo. So yeah, then, a, <laughs> then a, but at that point, that, that album was recorded for Epitaph. It was supposed to be an independent release, mm-hmm. sort of, if you want to call Epitaph an independent. But... Um, Apparently, Epitaph had sold Smash to a major label for distribution, and the Offspring said they didn't like that, and then signed to Columbia, supposedly, and then made Americana. Hmm. So even so though Columbia was like, "Boys, let's get this thing back on track," right? Because Ixnay didn't sell, and really? Ixnay was supposed to be a follow-up to Smash. But the band claims that they didn't want to do a follow-up to Smash. They wanted to further find other musical ventures. They claim it's an artistic thing. Uh, whereas there's a quote somewhere with Noodles saying, I think it's Noodles, who cares who it is, one of those guys, uh, saying that, that they didn't just want to keep playing the same type of shit. Like, why not make a swing album? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, calculating. America, Americana is something I did not listen to as a kid. Mm-mm. I was um, a little too old at that N- point, like 1998. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I mean still high school. I know, but there's something about I, it that I was like, "That's just the Beatles." I love the Beatles. This sucks. <laughs> I remember being in class and some girl was like talking about how she had this. She pulled the CD out and it was like somebody that. You know, did not have a similar taste to me, and I was like, "This used to be a band that this girl would have hated." I also read a really unpunk thing about Americana, like Dex was talking about the state of America, and he's he he referenced Norman Rockwell, and how it's not like Norman Rockwell anymore. So that was where the idea of like the overarching idea of Americana came from. <laughs> Which is like so lame and so not punk, but you know, like he sings about like Ricky Lake and just there's all these like cultural references to like yeah I don't like that shit either obviously but it just seems so like the a very odd fly thing for to a white like, guy is like it was never Norman Rockwell of... that's sort of the point like it's that's that's the criticism yeah. against Norman Rockwell is like yeah. totally whitewashing this whole <sighs> experiment of America. Which and 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 that's that's their excuse for making 
the musical equivalent of their accusation against Norman Rockwell. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's all these conflicting narratives. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I I found a, an article, some like blog editorial piece, who knows, online that, that was... Uh, what was the title of it? The one with the conservative point of view. <laughs> it was all about Americana yeah. and how... Uh, they claim that the album was supposed to be like that kind of a, a commentary on American life. And then right. their their commentary ended up being, why don't you go get a fucking job? Yeah. And <laughs> like all like, like weird, offensive Mexican stereotypes being thrown around for no fucking reason other than the fact that you live in LA and you like hot sauce. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, what did he say about the hot sauce? We just thought we could do it better. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, really I grew up around quote. Mexicans. I, I, it's on their Wikipedia. I could do this. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, a, what's his hot sauce called? Gringo something? Gringo. So him and Sammy Hagar collaborated on some shit. I've, they I, should work together. Is him and Sammy, oh man, have, have fucking, him and Sammy Hagar done anything? God damn it. This is Sammy. Uh, I'm, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look. Because they, they both definitely seem like they would love to just <laughs> with appropriate that, Mexican culture. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing yeah, about America, like the, yeah, that, I mean. that kind of stayed in the music, like as the albums progressed, too. Like the kids aren't it all goes, right is a song about. Like having kids out of wedlock or something stupid, <laughs> and hit so that is bizarre. Or I, I don't know. Just there's a lot of that. Get a job, pull yourself up by your bootstrap stuff. Yeah, I I, I can't find any Sammy Hagar offspring. Uh, it's probably for the best. Yeah, it probably is. Americana, I'd say, is definitely the point where that kind of. Uh, mindset becomes apparent but right. then when you go back and listen to it it's like there the entire time sure sure uh it that weird like pseudo patriotic yeah edge edgy like i fucking got a black flag tattoo but i'm gonna join the army kind of guy oh sure uh there's also songs like criticizing people for mental illness like they're just weak or they're just weakness. like playing a that's, victim that's, weakness. Yeah. That's what they don't like. That's what the offspring seems really upset about. And slots. They don't slots. like slots. Somebody but they sleep with them. Somebody gave this guy a career. All the time. Uh, <laughs> idle hands. Idle hands. That's what we're going to. So you know what? Fuck that album. Fuck Americana. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! My point was, I I listened to it. I skimmed it for the first time, right. actually, and it's it's still Offspring. It's still punk rock. Hmm. It just happens to have Obladi Oblada inserted every like five songs or so, yeah. right? Uh, and then they do. You guys seen the movie Idle Hands? The movie's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I forgot that. about that until you about sent weed. that video. I, that a was weed. a good movie. It was funny. I might have gotten a little too stoned halfway through this podcast. <laughs> that was a good movie, though. Dex uh, would not they, approve, they, they man. Die. Dexter dies. What happened to you, he would say. Huh? He was in that movie? Yeah, yeah. They do a live version of, uh, do you not look at the playlist I make you? 
<laughs> look, man. Well, I, 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 I do. I did look at the last one, but today, uh, last two days have been very. Uh, yeah, no, you're better very off. Very busy days. You're, man. Be- you're better off. Even two seconds. I uh, swear. They, they play. Uh, I want to be sedated. Because they're. I've seen Idle there. Hands. I just don't remember. I didn't remember they were in that either. Except weed and that guy. There's like his a. Name? Seth Green. Former teen heartthrob. Seth. Oh uh, yeah. Seth, the other, the Seth Green, kid. current current teen heartthrob. Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Green, I always <laughs> thought was obnoxious. Um, I still do. Yeah, poor Seth. I think uh, everything <laughs> I like about him chicken. And, and Family Guy and just all except for Robot Austin Chicken. Powers, he was pretty funny in that. I still like Robot Chicken. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that, so that could be cool. But Family Guy sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Always has. It's a paycheck. So we're getting into. Hey, right on, man. Nothing wrong with that. We're getting into Respect. real uncharted territory, though. So they do their. Little, yeah. Their what, so what did these guys do after the 90s? Because I don't remember anything about them after Americana. Well, that, it's a steady downfall, uh, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, conspiracy. Sales wise, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Conspiracy of One, it's certified platinum. It comes out in 2000. Uh, they bring on producer Brendan O'Brien. Uh, he's oh, known, wow. He's, uh, you're, you're familiar? You're, oh, you? Brendan O'Brien, sure. He's done tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, STP, Pearl Jam. there it is. Soundgarden, Rage. Uh, Played bass with Pearl Jam on the American Ball single. Oh, yeah. Huh. And he produced a lot. I think he produced Neil Young Mirror Ball. Yep, sure did. Uh, Very uh, good album. I love that album. Great album. I am I am not not a Pearl Jam fan. Merkin Ball so maybe. Merkin Ball is probably my favorite. It's only two songs, but it's probably my favorite Pearl Jam thing. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, uh, what's that song called? Anyhow, well, we we'll do an episode. We'll talk about that later. Maybe maybe that's something we should go into. Produ- is the producer better than Three Eleven? Pretty sure any any producer is better than Three Eleven probably, but. Um, oh, I don't know, man. Not any producer. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I put my foot right in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> don't even need to prove it. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was my point about conspiracy of one? This There's is when they start video. rapping, right? This is which one? That's about jacking off, right? That's oh, this what that one. means. Uh, w- wait, what? Which one? Conspiracy of ones means jacking off, right? <laughs> I don't think I don't, he jacked. That's off, the right. meaning of that, right? <laughs> yeah, conspiracy prob- of one. Probably, probably. Hey, right. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a video where a guy eats a dog turd. Oh, the prankster um, video, like uh, John Waters. Yeah, yeah. They make it into a sandwich, so it's kind of like that that uh, Van Wilder mixed with. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, That's disgusting. Pink flamingos. There's a yeah. Gu- yeah okay. There's a guest spot in oh, that video. Uh, By whom? One of the Wu-Tang dudes, man. I can't remember. Hold on Fuck. a second. And he was that like, sucks. original prankster. No, that's re- that was Redman. That's right. Yeah. That right. song sucks so this much. That's He's not really a Wu-Tang dude, man. That's not cool to say. This is also probably the same time that they were with Method Limp Bizkit. Man. I mean, Limp Bizkit would have been doing shit like that too, right? Fuck. You remember original the, prankster that song oh i forgot that's, about that's that the song. fucking one fuck what, what was that off uh that's off conspiracy of one this is where Again, it starts just getting a real stupid dark. like novelty yeah. song, well, I, so, man. it's like 
Yeah, they're like a kid, like a band for kids. They leaned into they it. Do like adult yeah. themes. That Americana was basically like, like I, that, like I said, man. what was basically uh, Offspring album that like had like two or three of these Obla Di Obla Da songs. Conspiracy of One is when they just go into that. Uh, if I remember right, I read that a lot of it, like some of it was written before, was written for Americana or whatever. So this is like the leftover shit. The stuff that was too wild for Americana ends up here on Folks Conspiracy of One. Uh, Doesn't he say original yeah in that song? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a that lot of... That really bothers me more than anything. He goes, first thing is original prankster. Okay, that's whatever. And then he goes original yeah that just is like that sounds right fuck man that's too far man that fucked me up i hope that's true just because that's that's how it hit me i feel like that song is the point at which the uh the guy that you were talking about that does the the samples and the the voiceover dubs was like listen i'm here and you need to give me yeah, some fucking he doesn't get parts. To be, <laughs> I quit my job. He only gets <laughs> to be on the live show, right? He doesn't get to be on the album or on the video, right? What's my line? I, 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 I'm pulling. I'm like listening to it right now. He's like the gimp of the band. I, I got kind of. Yeah, kind of. They keep him in a box. And, <laughs> all right, bring out the gimp. We're going on tour. He's like the worst version of Flavor Flav that ever existed. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, That's a diss, man. I didn't mean that. To Flav. Uh, yeah, to Flav. I didn't mean <laughs> that. This, But the other thing is that this song is pretty fly for a white guy. Original Prankster is just... It, it, it's the same fucking song. Right. Yeah. Every single thing about it. And it's their last real hit, I think. Hmm. I think. From what I could find. Uh do they have a song on there called Gone Away? I'm not sure. Do they? <laughs> I, well, I think that's another like sleeper hit or whatever you call those like low end <laughs> people that are still <laughs> following thought it was a hit. <laughs> but this is the oh, one that just sounds uh, like Chris Isaac's Wicked Games. I'm just gone away. It's just the same song. I, <laughs> I, I feel like this album... They they heard that stuff, then they were like, "We need to just do like a like more adult contemporary versions right. with more more samples, more samples." Like, <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> what? God damn it, Stokes! What what is that? You <laughs> yeah, well, I am because it's in my headphones. Uh, we're we're going out of two thousand three Splinter, which has a. A, sh- a statue, a bust on the cover, being shattered, and Damn. I, I think the name of the album comes from them not knowing the difference between shatters and splinters, which I suppose shattering something can cause splinters. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Um, it went gold. Good it went for platinum them. in Australia. So it, yeah, sure, good for them. But that's definitely decline in sales. Uh, I feel like this album might have been actually a little more solid than Conspiracy of One from what little I listened to it. Yeah. Uh, from my I feel like when I checked in again there, they're like trying to be a rock band again. And now it's like a lot more oh. alternative. 
the punk stuff is I, gone more or less, but it's like there's not there's not as many gimmicky things going on, but it's I, just bland. I, I, to me, I felt like it was more like the uh, the punk rock quote unquote stuff was smoothed out and turned into like alternative rock right. of, of that era, uh, like a like a third eye blind type of almost, maybe not as jingly, Ooh. but yeah, uh, for sure, I can see that. But the gimmicky stuff was they tried to pull away from the whole like polka ska sound hmm. and instead used that whole that kind of sound because that let's that, that I, I, we didn't say it earlier, but that was the one thing about Americana. And I think maybe it showed up a little bit in Xna and the Ombre that ska ska was famous. Ska was popular. Ska was getting done being popular. Right. And all of a sudden, the offspring was doing it to make Obladi Oblada. And that has been sort of weaned out, but also sort of like misappropriated more into the hip hop influenced pop production. You know, the, the yeah. smoother side of the, the, that post 90s, post everybody's already been into that g-funk everybody's already been over like new york style of original hip-hop it's left its mark already and they've adapted that into making offspring albums Mm. uh there's some i mean josh freeze is on this album there's some interesting things about this album i wouldn't say anything good nothing i want to listen to I, i but i think it's a little bit easier to take in than conspiracy of one was a little less cheap seeming. It seems more like they actually tried to make something. This is Splinter, um, so they must have uh, Splinter, yeah, you know, reached ahead with the goofy songs. You know, there was like, all right, guys, we got to go back to like being a, like they had some come to Jesus type moment over being a parody band or not a parody band, but you know, just what I mean? about like a novelty well, yeah. band, right? Yeah. So did they have a couple failed singles like that? Maybe. Yeah, they did. If we're thinking that Craven Businessman, like what was the straw that broke the uh, novelty camel's back? Um, oh God, yeah. So this one has the worst video. <laughs> like. <laughs> fucking hell um hit that oh dude hit that's hit the one that. about uh she had two kids but then she dropped out and it's about it's about having uh kids out of wedlock and, and shit like that and it's like i know you want to hit that hit that whoa but you you know he, he and there's a line. It's like he just stays at he's a dad or something. And then he just stays at home and smokes pot because he doesn't have a job. This is still very much a part of the the lyrical. The content. same three topics that he fucking talks about yeah. over and over again. God, this is damn a it, this is man. commentary, political commentary. Oh, but it's always this. The, yeah, it's the same three topics. The video. Interesting. It is this nightmare, this like fever dream nightmare of this like bright blue Frankenstein wannabe the gorillas. Yeah, that's what I was humanoid thing walking down the street singing this fucking song for no reason. The guy. Yeah, there's nothing. And I don't know what I don't remember what happens. I don't think anything. I think he tried to hit it. Hit that. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) You know, Interesting. And, and those lyrics remind me of, uh, the, the, do you guys remember the one about, there's like a 
one of their other songs from like maybe Americana or something. There's a song about a kid finding a bag of dog shit on the ground and you don't pick it up. And then the song progresses and that's the first, that's the first like, you know, cause he tells these little stories in every song. Right. right. And, and the story of this one is there's this kid walking, he finds a bag on the ground, it's dog shit and don't pick it up. And by the end of the song, it's about a woman she picks I, I don't remember if she has kids or, you know, there's some things that somebody might consider a flaw. And at the end is don't pick that up. You know, don't have sex with her. Whoa. Oh. That's the whole point of the song. And he does like these whole little, like, it's like a three part narrative where this character does this. And then oh, this the answer is always don't pick, don't it, pick up. it up. Yeah. And that's so fucking corny. And, and, Jesus and this, I, I, and this one comes back to it. It's a hit that. Right. You gotta hit, don't don't hit that you hit that or whatever fucking. Yep. He's always got a punchline like that in his little gimmicky songs too. Some yeah, so they're shit. still they're yeah. still doing the gimmicky stuff. It's like, and it's th- that's the part that people will remember, but they're not really reading into the context of it all. They they have to do it now. They have to do the gimmicky yeah. stuff. That's their fanboy fan base at this point. There's nobody that. Wants to listen to 90s skate punk and thrash and go grind some fucking rails at the skate park. Right. Nobody's listening that wants to, to hit he- that. No, they they need to make this music now in order yeah. to get that bass that came in in the late 90s, early 2000s and to keep of, showing up and buying their shit. At this point, like it seems like they're sort of transitioning of a little bit into like, we want to have dance songs. <laughs> What's that? It's like a terrible version of Zappa with the opposite politics. Like how wrong, like how wrong that idea can go. Yeah, like, like Man of Utopia era Zappa, like super. Well, just any of them. A lot of the songs are kind of like stories with like some kind no, of. No, that's like, true. They uh, are yeah. critique on society, T- tongue you know, in cheek, around cynical, people's behavior. Snarky. Yeah, but like. Just the opposite politics right. and the opposite target. I mean, I guess, you know, a little bit everybody, but... And again, I don't know that they know that it's the opposite politics. I kind of wonder if these guys think that they're being punk as fuck. Have they done any kind of political uh, stuff before, like uh, rallies or anything? No, uh, it seems to all be about AIDS. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that's cool. I mean, good for them. No, that's real good. That's I, good. I didn't see any, like, overt political activity. I did look into it a little bit and I found some bites here and there like conservative, you know, articles about some of the lyrics and stuff. And I saw an interview with noodles, like not agreeing with Bush era stuff, you know? So, but if you watch those interviews, it's kind of interesting because Dexter doesn't talk at all really in any of those interviews. It's always him and noodles and noodles kind of carries the the microphone. And I wonder if that's on purpose. Maybe there. Maybe he knows that. Like we need to not let this guy talk too much. Yeah. I don't know. M- reading into it a little too much, maybe. Yeah. We should take out a Freedom of Information Act request to uh, <laughs> to see if he's donated to any we're, political uh, causes. So I release Dexter Holland's taxes. <laughs> we should look into this. <laughs> we're gonna see if we can find any affiliations, guys. We're gonna so um do a FOIA. <laughs> so splinter happens yeah and um it's funny at this point there is a um 
This is when the the whole Chinese democracy thing is happening. Oh right. And they're talk they're talking shit about Chinese democracy, which took when like thirteen years to come out and never should have been released anyway. Whatever. Um there were, I even saw some interview with Dexter Holland talking shit about Buckethead, and it was like, this dude does not have any idea what the fuck he is fucking talking about at all. He does not know who Buckethead is. There is no <laughs> concept at all. He was like, I mean, is it true the the like, Buckethead, like, uh, you know, he's like, can't play because he's on medication for his schizophrenia? I was like, oh, was like, oh okay, dude. Doesn't like medication. Like uh, that, that's like the kind of accusation I'm like, did did Guns N' Roses pay you to say that? Yeah. Just so they could like, you know, like what the fuck? Uh, that's not a quote from him either. It's <laughs> just, 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 uh, just well, of it. This is like pro wrestling for for these guys. Uh, yeah, he also for, looks like uh, those later decks, like 2005 onward. He just kind of became Biff. From Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, heavy. It just looks like uh, Biff to me, but you know. That's the time period. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Which uh, is a little weight on, shorter, spiky just, hair. Yeah. I God. feel like during this period that we're talking about, though, and I maybe I'm sp- skipping to the uh, next album, but I feel like they're sort of transitioning to like trying to get like a uh, songs popular and like. Like mega popular, like dance songs almost. It's like it's like that, and like a couple of like background songs for some kind of sitcom, yeah, or like a Just white like a TV stuff. drama, right? Um, yeah, no, I I I think that's exactly the time that they start developing that anyway. Well, uh, there's a thing that happens. There's a thing that happens. And it's it's the thing that always happens, apparently. Uh, they take a break. It's not that they take a break. It's that their next album just takes so long to make. And this is they start talking shit about Chinese democracy. They poke fun. And the whole thing with that just seems like it was driven by the offspring, too. Just talking shit for no reason. Um, and then it takes them five years to put out this album. And when this album comes out, guess who the producer is? It's Bob Rock. Bob Rock. Bob Rock. Um, there's only one more album after this, and Bob Rock does both of them. So, what year is this first one? 2008. Uh, Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace. I listened to some of this. The only thing I can tell you that I remember is that the title of it was Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace. Bad. That sounds like a very yeah. L.A. Like, yeah, I can I can almost see like the graffiti lettering or something. I feel like yeah, they like walked, they're trying to be a serious band. It's like he walked by a tattoo parlor yeah. and was like, holy shit. That's the fucking title of our next album. Um, was it shit's fucked up? Oh yeah, shit's shit's fucked up. To, was was more America stuff? With, yeah, 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 yeah. With like a bad sort of cliche local colloquial. Like I, I I don't even know what you really call that is it a local colloquialism it's just something stupid people say all this shit's fucked up Uh, that's the punchline man i'm 
I really wish I could go back and listen to these as we're talking to them, but I, I don't want to play any. We can do in that case in post. Like, yeah, yeah, we totally can. I, I think with uh, Anchor or, or with our sponsor here, Anchor, that's <laughs> they they uh <laughs> good time they for let a us, break. They let us. Uh, we can add songs from Spotify. Oh, okay. Which I don't know. I I'm afraid to do it. I'm afraid to do it. I'll look into it, but. Uh, copyright's a bitch. Um, shit's fucked up. That's 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 about all we got out of this. You know, they Rise just released a new song like four days ago. The Offspring. Oh, yeah? The Spring. I just found it, it today, and it's like a, it's all just kids skateboarding, and it's like done what? in the style of like Smash era. Oh, filmography. Oh no no no. That's that's it's called Don't Wear a Mask. That, no, that's a single. That's a single from uh, Conspiracy of One, I think. Oh, for real? That they re-released for the the um whatever for the anniversary. Oh, okay. Here Appar- I am so, on this podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, uh, here's here's the thing: is they say the next so Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace. They say, what they say is next album won't take long. 2012 that's four years later it's a while uh days go by that's the last album that they put out and ever since that album has come out they've been saying that they are either recording or about ready to release the next album and the most recent interviews that i saw with them were saying that they have a new album that it's done but since it's 2020 with a pandemic, they're not going to release it until, you know, that's done until, until the, until the pan, pandemic's over. Offspring's just going to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, if you have it, if, yeah. if it's, <laughs> if it exists, you sure can. That's How long funny. did it take Dr. Dre to put out that one album? Axl Rose is laughing at you guys. Mm. Um, I mean, that's really, I mean, we're pretty much at the end here. Um, Days go by. My notes on it were that it was uh, the first half of it was basically an adult contemporary version of the Offspring's earlier stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. And then it got weird. And then it got weird. Actually, I I remember being shocked with how weird that album got. Uh, the, uh, The bad pop music coming into play but they haven't done anything since then and i don't know i'm kind of kind of tired of them beating a dead horse they did a a, uh cover songs of bad religion which is a band that they had kind of bad press with over the whole epitaph thing that was 2014 yeah Yep, 2018 comes. Uh, oh, they also did the Sharknado song. That's oh. the last real thing I can point to, except for the the thing we've been waiting for is the uh, 2018 cover of 311's "Down." Wow, down. Did he say come back in? Dang, that's you know crazy. I, I don't know. know. Uh, I don't know. I'll check it out. And we'll make bring it up, Jamie. And 311. Subsequently covered an Offspring song too. Sure did. Which no shit. That That's like a response, or like it was a coordinated thing. I think it was a a Spotify thing. 
It's like a Mud Honey Sonic Youth kind of thing. Yeah, 311 did Self Esteem. Single. Wow. Man, the biggest hits. But also, like, isn't self esteem. Oh, man, I I can hear it right now. Self esteem is like. Doesn't that kind of go against 311's whole, like, positivity vibe? You know? Oh, who gives a fuck? Obviously not them. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been made out in a dark hallway? And then this, she cheats on you, fucking hoe. Man, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to get back to you on, on whether or not they say. Got the head, so, so bad. That's exactly what it sounds they like. Do, they do. They play it really fast. Of course. Have you ever tried Don't to hit that guy's it. that guy's range? Have you ever tried to do that? It just fucking. No, hurts. I wouldn't hit that, oh man. Oh my god, it fucking hurts. <laughs> Don't hit that. I don't think he can. Don't hit that range. He he's been uh, like there's. There's live stuff of him just like not. Like yeah. you, you, well, you just can't do it. Good. They have some yeah, acoustic stuff out there, which I uh, I implore you to watch because <laughs> it reveals quite a bit. <laughs> I'm upset that I didn't before this podcast. So they did a cover, uh, well, a cover. They did a version of uh, Come Out and Play, and they kind of like storytellers fashion and talk about how the whole song is built around that bass riff but they couldn't do it live for some reason with acoustic bass or something. So they had noodles oh. play it at ukulele and Dex is just on an acoustic guitar and it is weird and bad. Fucking <laughs> 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 noodles. And it's like his, now it's his grandfather's <laughs> ukulele and he tells a story about it, but then he, they play come out and play, which is just so at odds with like, their personalities and like the nice story that he told beforehand. And now we like the guys like screaming in that sort of like top range falsetto. <laughs> All the way up and then they start like, like one, two, three. They do that part. They huh? do it all. Like, yeah. It's weird. Well, so they have to do that part every time. I just figured that was a part you would be like, well, that's just on the album. They do it, man. I wonder the history behind that part. It smells like teen spirit. Was that <laughs> the hey? Oh, that! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so how it goes? I think so. that's my memory of it. Vargas, <laughs> fucking my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. yeah, man! Somebody uh, cheated on him. That's okay. I I, I think very uh, successful. I remember my when that song came out. My fucking uh, my stepmom kept saying that that song was about one of my sister's friends' boyfriends, <laughs> and all I could think is like, hey, like, how do you know that my sister's friend is cheating on her fucking boyfriend? And like, Tell not me, appropriate. That's about Don't that guy. say this. <laughs> Just it's about that girl. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, so, oh, Kelly, that's about that. That's your fucking. Uh, that's your friend, right? That's about your friend. Dude, I actually know that girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, the so what do so we other do? than the the what re-release. We well, we I I need to I want. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll t- I'll tell you. I just I just really need to get this out because I feel like it's important for okay. other podcasts with other bands. Uh, 
Christmas music. We're at Christmas music. The Offspring put out Christmas music that this year, recently. Uh, so that's a. So that's their most recent music. That's what we're at Christmas music. That's that's fucking bottom Wait, barrel. Shit. Last year's Christmas, you mean? This year. The Christmas that hasn't happened yet. November third, two thousand twenty. The Offspring released Christmas, baby. Please come home. And the other songs nobody wants Fuck. to hear. Babies. Yeah, is is there a? I wonder if there's a Middle Eastern influence on that. And woes, man, they they should have kept with the woes. That's a lithium thing, right? He uh, he it? sings about how he caught his girlfriend sleeping with Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just like lithium. Yeah, yeah. It's all yes and woes. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, the offspring kind of derivative, huh? Uh, kind of. Kind of, kind of. But they did create their own thing after that. They start, I think they started out trying to do that. And then, well, their own thing is ripping off other people. I guess you guys made a pretty strong case for uh, a novelty. Not, not. No, we've got novelty acts. So, we've novelty. got derivative. They made sound. their own. Sh- we've got a. We've got a stale, consistent sound to some degree that sort of turns into like adult alternative music. Adult alternative. That's what that <laughs> shit's called. Adult alternative. Uh, we've got offensive lyrics oh. <laughs> with a possible right wing lean to it <laughs> um, it's really hard to tell uh it's confusing but is it yeah it, is it is it worse than 311 i'm going to say yeah <sighs> i think it might be yeah, yeah it, i think it's yeah, i th- i definitely think it is which i didn't I think expect to think to be honest with if you if we just looked at ignition and smash i think we would have been fine probably i think, I think we would have said that the offspring is way better than ignition and then 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 311 just by those two albums everything after that makes me think otherwise yeah it's but you know when i'm listening to the uh when i was when i had to research 311 there were some songs that i thought were bad but i still kind of like was nodding my head it's got a probably groove. and like the next day like i thought about them and the offspring like is just like i want this out of my head I don't even have like that second of like, meow, 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 meow. like just, yeah, get this fucking guy yeah. out of my head, man. Three Eleven's like a band I that I don't dig, but I get, over, I get the appeal. Uh, I cut you off, hey, sorry, man. No, I'm sorry. I kept talking. What's up, Ty? I didn't hear you. Oh, I was just gonna say, I Three Eleven's like a band that I don't dig, but I get, I get the appeal. Like, and I, I'm with you. Like sometimes, like, oh, okay, there's a groove. Offspring, not so much. Most of it's just sort of like uh, earworm hook stuff that bothers me. Can't can't get it out of my head. Sounds like it was made in a boardroom. Boardroom, <laughs> boardroom rock. <laughs> boardroom rock, man. Okay, well, I'm done with I'm done yeah. with this. You guys done with this? That's I'm it. Done with this. All I right. think we did it, man. Well, everybody, we did it. I'm gonna stop recording here. We'll see you next Wait. time. Wait, what?
We, well, I don't know if this really matters. We can probably figure it out, but we never did a sync sound. So maybe at the end here, let's all clap at the same time to roughly be able to sync it up from the back. Yeah. Oh. So one, two, three, clap. That was terrible. That was really bad. What did I? <laughs> all right. One, two, three, clap. But we can't because of the delay. So <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah, there's no way to I'll do it. it. Out. Good fine. luck, Crowder. It'll be fine. All right. Bye, everybody. Here comes a... Yeah.